0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: I'll just Steve Rudin in the First Alert Mother Center. And right now we're at 43 in the nation's capital. At
2: 359.
1: You're listening to WTOP,
3: Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners.
1: Good afternoon, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer, coming up. A stunning series of crimes across our area from last evening to early this morning.
2: We've got team coverage of all the developments, including the suspect's death.
1: Also new locally this afternoon.
2: Soon the search will begin for a new Montgomery County Police Chief. I'm Kate Ryan. Breaking news, Broadway legend Cheetah Rivera has died at 91.
1: A closer look at D.C. gun violence, why it's happening, and who's being impacted. I'm Nick Einelli. Where do the commanders turn now after being turned down by one of their top head coaching candidates?
2: Just before the close on Wall Street, the Dow's up 140, NASDAQ down 113, S&P is off by about 2.
1: WTOP at 4 o'clock.
4: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance.
0: I'm Monica Ricks.
2: Anita's gonna get her kicks tonight.
1: Broadway has lost a legend. Cheetah Rivera was an actor, singer, and dancer who originated roles in Broadway musicals, including Anita in West Side Story. Uh, a boy like that. And the original Velma Kelly in Chicago. Come
2: on, baby, why don't we paint the town?
5: A statement from her daughters says she died in New York after a brief illness. Her Broadway credits date back to 1950
1: and include 30 roles in countless shows. Rivera was a recipient of the prestigious Kennedy Center Honor in 2002 and won two Tony Awards as Best Actress in a Musical. Cheetah Rivera turned 91 just a week ago. Matt Piper, CBS News, New York.
0: On Capitol Hill, negotiations continue over a bipartisan border security bill. Here's CBS's Nicole Killian. Part of what this deal potentially could do uh, is uh, give the executive branch some additional powers to uh, suspend uh, some of these migrant crossings once they reach a certain threshold. And now, uh, while the president can't unilaterally suspend asylum law, uh, there is an argument to be made that that can be done through statute. Meantime, House Republicans are pushing towards a key vote on impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandra Mayorkas for allegedly failing to secure the southern border, a full House vote could happen as soon as next week. We still do no details, but President Biden says he has decided how the U.S. will respond to a deadly drone strike in Jordan. CBS's David Martin says we'll likely see some sort of bombing campaign.
3: The president says he does not want a wider Middle East war. So that argues against hitting targets inside Iran. And that leaves you most likely with iranian targets inside iraq and syria Yemen as well.
0: UPS is cutting 12,000 jobs.
6: Managers and contract positions will make up most of the cuts. UPS hopes to save $1 billion in costs. UPS says there was a 7% drop in average daily volume domestically and an 8% decline internationally during the fourth quarter. That's CBS's Jim Kersula.
0: Ohio's thinking about following in Alabama's footsteps and using nitrogen gas to execute inmates. Lawmakers are calling it a more humane method to carry out capital punishment but critics have blasted it as experimental ( numéro) and drone footage of a newborn shark coming up to the ocean surface could be the first sighting of a baby great white experts can tell by its round dorsal fin and it could help them improve conservation efforts this is cbs news
4: sponsored by progressive insurance drivers who switch and save with progressive save nearly 750 dollars on average call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance
1: Three on WTOP Tuesday, January thirtieth, twenty twenty-four. Cloud cover all around. We're sitting at forty-two in DC. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson, and
2: I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour: a series of crimes that started in the district about twenty-four hours ago and ended early this morning in Prince George's County, with the suspect being shot dead by police. Information continues to pour in about what actually took place over the hours in between. Team coverage starts with WTOP's Neil Augenstein in the district.
5: The violence began at 545 Monday afternoon. A man gets into an occupied car on 9th Street Northwest, then shoots the driver and runs. That victim's in critical condition. Witnesses approach detectives and provide information that helped us to develop a uh, potential suspect. Assistant Police Chief Jeffrey Carroll says on 3rd Street Northeast near Gallaudet University, the man demanded a car, shot a person who was standing next to stole the car and took off that victim died. Over the next several hours, there were more carjackings in D.C. and Prince George's County. He then orders a rideshare vehicle, and then he carjacks that. As
1: for why? Some of the preliminary information that we have from interviewing individuals is he may have been in some sort of a mental health crisis or having some mental health issues. Neil Loganstein, WTOP News. And now to Prince George's County, where WTOP's Luke Lukert picks up that part of the story.
4: At around 4.30 a.m., two new Carrollton police officers found that niece son rogue stopped
5: in the middle of Annapolis Road here near Veterans Parkway. The vehicle was unoccupied at the time. While officers are doing their investigation, they learned that the vehicle had been carjacked in Prince George's
4: County. Thomas Lester with the attorney general's office says that's when a man approached the officers and pulled two handguns. The officers pulled their service weapons and shot the suspect. He later died at the hospital. Neither officer was injured, but both had been put on administrative leave during the AG office's investigation. In Prince George's County, Luke Luger, WTOP News.
2: 405, and he has been on the job for 38 years, and now he's decided that's enough. Montgomery County's police chief will be retiring this summer. The story from WTOP's Kate Ryan.
6: In his statement, Montgomery County Police Chief Marcus Jones said simply, the time is right. He'll retire effective July 1st. Jones has been with the County Police Department since 1985 and was tapped to lead the county force in 2019, stepping into the job during unprecedented times, according to County Executive Mark Elrich. Elrich says Jones has led with empathy and respect, while constantly adapting to new police training, tactics, and technology. Kate Ryan, WTOP News.
2: And this is the second police department leader in two days to announce a departure. Alexandria's police chief, Don Hayes, announced yesterday he is leaving to take a job with the federal government. He started with Alexandria's police department in 1981. He was appointed chief back in 2022.
1: Well, we know in recent years, gun violence in D.C. has been on a steep rise. A new report looks at why some of that is happening and who is impacted the most.
6: We're seeing this. Gun violence really focused on black males. About 95%
1: of victims and suspects in D.C. homicides are black, despite black residents comprising only 46% of the city's overall population. And victims and suspects are primarily between the ages of 18 and 34. That's from a new report released by the Criminal Justice Coordinating Council, an independent D.C. agency that identifies public safety challenges. Executive Director Christy Love says personal disputes play a key role.
6: It can be a dispute over a young woman that maybe two men happen to have the same interest in.
1: Another major factor driving gun violence? Inflammatory music videos and social media posts between rival neighborhood groups. Nick Eineli, WTOP News.
2: Well, we're getting word this afternoon that a top head coach contender for the Commanders will not be coming to Washington next season. Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson will stay with that team in that job. That's been shocking, both the Commanders and the Seattle Seahawks. So who will Washington turn to next? Signs are pointing to Mike McDonald, the Ravens' defensive coordinator. Well,
4: he met yesterday, and now he was on his way to Seattle today to meet with the Seahawks. Uh, I know that the uh, Commanders were very high on him as well, and it seems to be he is a very uh, uh, highly respected candidate in this coaching cycle. From things that you hear in reports you hear from teams that he's talked to, is that he is very, very impressive in these interviews. And you know how this goes. The, the interviews are a big deal. Deal, right, We've heard mm-hmm. candidates not get jobs because of how they interview. So uh, Mike McDonald seems to be pretty high. I don't know uh, if he gets to Seattle. If the Seahawks make him an, an offer. Dan Quinn was here. He did speak with the commanders as well.
2: WTOP Sports Director, Commander's Beat Reporter, George Wallace there. Keep it here on WTOP for more updates.
1: Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. Walmart has another kind of flashing light. I'm Jeff Claybaugh.
2: 408.
3: Michael
4: & Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael
2: & Son and weather on the eights, And here's Dave Dildine in the traffic center.
4: Leaving northeast D.C. into
7: Maryland. Northbound traffic on 295 slows toward Tuxedo and Chevrolet. A crash happened at the northbound split for Kenilworth Avenue and the BW Parkway. Ahead beyond that, northbound slowdowns in the parkway at a few spots. Southbound between the Beltway and 410. Another one shooting off the southbound lanes into the woods. Park police on scene. And crews will probably come back later in the evening again when traffic's lighter and collect the damage left over from drivers using the Parkway as a U.S. Audubon. On the Capitol Beltway and on 270 North, afternoon slowdowns. No dramatic crashes reported this hour, not yet. In Virginia, out-of-loop traffic is slow from Route 7 to Gallows Road and from Telegraph Road to the Wilson Bridge, par for the course. 395 and 95 southbound slowdowns from Arlington toward Woodbridge. The slowdowns come in separate stretches. And in South Arlington, the paving is wrapped up for today. Glebe Road, South Glebe Road, open at South Arlington Ridge Road. Go electric. The Fitzway, looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at uh, fitzmall.com. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Dave am Dave WTUP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist, Steve Rudin.
5: Tracking a fast-moving weathermaker that's going to zip across the area later tonight into early tomorrow morning. With it, we have added cloud cover for this evening, but we do stay dry. Temperatures will be in the 40s. Perhaps an isolated shower early, early tomorrow morning, but most neighborhoods do stay totally dry. Wake-up temperatures will be in the 30s. For your Wednesday, partly to mostly cloudy, middle to upper 40s by afternoon. Thursday, brighter skies are back in the forecast Nice mix of sun and clouds, mild temperatures considering the time of year in the middle 50s. We stay around 50 degrees on Friday, that's Groundhog Day, lower 50s on Saturday and Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center.
1: All right, we're looking at 42 in Tyson's, Waldorf at 41, 42 L'Enfant Plaza, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh.
3: Big earnings reports after the close Microsoft checked in with revenue that was up 18%. Its profits were up more than 30%. Microsoft posted gains on all lines of businesses, including PC software and its cloud business. Google Parent Alphabet also reported after the close it disappointed, missing on its advertising revenue expectations. JetBlue lost money last quarter. It says it expects its own air travel bookings to slow this year. JetBlue is dropping flights, including all service from BWI Marshall as of May and eliminating daily flights from Reagan National to New York. It's among 14 routes JetBlue is eliminating. Walmart stores are big. Sometimes it's hard for shoppers to find what they're looking for. Walmart is going to test a new app feature That lets shoppers type in what they're looking for. That would trigger a flashing light in the aisle where the item is located. The Dow ended the day up 133 points. Make that 134. It closed in another record. The S&P 500 index closed down three points, though. The Nasdaq down 118.5% loss. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market.
0: Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable wild-caught tropical marinated and plain sockeye salmon filets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply.
1: Coming up on WTOP, President Biden says he's come up with a response following that deadly attack on U.S. service members in Jordan. CBS News correspondent Catherine Herridge joins us in a few... 412.
8: Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit Sleep number.com. America's capital markets are the strongest and safest in the world. But why do they matter to you? When you buy a plane ticket, shop for food, sign a lease, or save for retirement, capital markets make those transactions secure and affordable. But now the Federal Reserve is considering Basel III Endgame, which will weaken capital markets. It means higher risk for the economy and higher costs for you. No wonder experts everywhere have doubts about Basel III Endgame. Maybe you should, too. Paid for by Center Forward.
0: A study in the journal Menopause links infertility to some midlife menopause symptoms. It found that struggling with infertility can increase the risk of having mental health symptoms of menopause later in life. Dr. Mary Melancon, an obstetrics and gynecology specialist at MedStar Washington Hospital Center says the findings will help in treating menopause symptoms. If a patient is coming specifically for menopausal-related symptoms, I think now, going forward, we as providers will look more critically. At whether that patient may have experienced infertility in the past. We typically will ask about previous childbearing and, you know, those sorts of things, but. Perhaps looking at it a bit more critically, knowing that this evidence is, is out there. And MedStar offers several options to treat infertility and depression related to menopause. To schedule a consultation, please visit MedStarHealth.org Intel. Medical Intel, sponsored weekly by MedStar Washington Hospital Center.
2: Later this hour, honoring a quick thinking and brave hero on Metro. Keep it here on WTOP.
0: Now is the perfect time to start on your next success. When you apply to University of Maryland Global Campus by February 12th, you'll pay no application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid courses. Plus, you can earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and work experience. Or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at UMGC.edu certified to operate by chef. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts
1: matter. 415. I'm Sean Anderson.
2: I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us.
1: As the nation continues to mourn the three U.S. Army members killed in that drone attack in Jordan over the weekend, the Biden administration may now be preparing to react.
2: Joining us live on Skype, CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge. Catherine, good to have you back on. President Biden telling reporters today he has decided how to respond to the drone attack.
6: So what are you hearing? What are you learning? Well, good to be with you. Based on our reporting here at CBS News, the expectation is that a response by the White House would have multiple layers. So, for example, a kinetic layer, an attack on strategic locations, uh, also cyber being on the table. But what I've heard consistently is the importance of economic consequences. So, for example, the potential tightening of sanctions or the seizure Of assets, because the one thing the Iranian government really understands are economic penalties in these situations.
1: What more have we determined about the attack itself and what could be a weakness in American defenses?
6: Well, the investigation is being led by the Central Command. And what we're learning is it does appear that this attack drone was following or closely mimicking a U.S. drone that was returning to base at a low altitude. And this seems to have had the effect of defeating the significant defenses uh, around this base. The other thing that is concerning is that if, This is what unfolded. It suggests that the adversary here had been doing significant uh, reconnaissance and and tracking of this pattern of life, if you will, at the base, how they would move drones in and out of the base and at what times of the day. And I think even more concerning is that this is a base where you have American and Jordanians, yet only Americans uh, were killed. So it does suggest the possibility of some kind of inside information.
2: Catherine, what are we learning from the Pentagon? What are you learning? And have, has it released any new data on the number of attacks against U.S. forces in that region?
6: Well, the, the, the numbers are skywards of 165 attacks since October 17th on U.S. forces in Iraq, Syria. And now, uh, Jordan, what's, again, concerning, and to underscore this, is that the there was a significant strike against these Iranian-backed groups, the Houthis uh, in Yemen, but it does not seem to have had a, a deterrent effect at this point.
1: Thanks very much. We appreciate it, Catherine.
6: You're welcome. Thank you.
1: Catherine Harridge, CBS News senior investigative correspondent.
6: Quick look at the top stories we're
2: working on at WTOP. A
1: man is killed by police after investigators say he committed a series of carjackings and shootings that started last night in D.C. and ended in New Carrollton early today.
2: Montgomery County's police chief going to retire this summer after almost four decades on the force.
1: And Broadway musical legend and D.C. native Cheetah Rivera has died.
2: Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead.
1: It's 418 traffic and weather on the 8s back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP traffic center
7: Greenbelt to Washington on the Baltimore Washington Parkway southbound traffic now heavy and slow from Greenbelt Road in the Beltway to a point past the Goodluck Road overpass before 4:10 1 leaving the Parkway southbound lanes and flying off in the brush the response blocking a lane leaving you one lane to get by southbound northbound some of that response is in view and therefore there will be rubbernecking northbound on the BW Parkway and coming out of Northeast DC on Kenilworth Avenue near the beginning of the Parkway a crash had been reported, but that should be off on a ramp, and the lane should be largely open past that. On Route 50 from there, Chevrolet eastbound toward Bowie at Annapolis. It's free-flowing traffic. There is plenty of congestion on the Beltway. Interloops slow from 123 to River Road, from 355 to New Hampshire Avenue, and from 95 and Route 1 in College Park toward Greenbelt. Outer loop traffic is slow from River Road to Georgetown Pike, and again from Route 7 to Gallows Road. And on the south side, you're in slow traffic from about Telegraph Road to the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge. And on 66 westbound, a couple of slowdowns near Nutley Street, 123 and 28 in Centerville. Common slowdown southbound on 395 from southwest to Springfield, and the exit ramps nearby. Southbound on 95, some heavy traffic near Woodbridge and uh, Dumfries as well. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor, an elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own Unbound.org. I'm Dave Daldine, WTOP Traffic.
2: Let's head over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Mark Pena joins us now. Mark, the clouds are going to keep increasing, and then what's going to happen tomorrow?
5: You know, we've been tracking this uh, quick-moving system um, that's probably to come through early tomorrow morning, and while the confidence has been high that precipitation would be low, we're going to continue that trend tonight. So, uh, yeah, we're looking at mostly cloudy skies. We were hoping to get a little bit of sunshine, but that's not looking like the case for the rest of today. But you know what? We'll get some sunshine later this week. Uh, Those clouds are going to pretty much insulate our temperatures, so we're mostly into the low 40s at this time overnight. uh, Temperature's not really falling much either. We're looking at lows in the mid to upper 30s, which is going to play a factor into that quick-moving system moving in tomorrow. Uh, Right now, basically just looking at maybe some sprinkles and a few flurries. Temperatures expected to be in the mid-30s, though, so anything that falls, likely not um, not looking likely to accumulate, and also just not going to be falling at a rate fast enough to accumulate as well. By tomorrow afternoon, that system is out of here, and we're looking at drying conditions. Temperatures warm into the mid to upper 40s, and then by Thursday, the sunshine returns to the forecast, and the warmer temperatures do as well, with highs in the low to mid-50s, and even into Friday right now, we're looking at just them, uh mostly to probably cloudy skies. Right now, models are in disagreement on the chance for a few showers, uh, so, which means that confidence is rather low on anything pr- uh, falling from the sky on Friday. But for sure, this weekend looking fantastic. We got sunny skies for both Saturday and Sunday with temperatures in the low 50s. So anything you have uh, going on this weekend or if you're on the fence about maybe planning something outside, just know that you're looking pretty good in terms of your forecast. Uh, outside right now, uh, temperatures uh, not too bad, as I mentioned, a little on the chilly side it's 43 at Reagan National. I've got 40 in Tysons and currently 38 still in Silver Spring.
4: Thank you, Mark. Coming up on WTOP. Some Montgomery County parents raise concerns about a middle school's response to a serious fight. I'm Mike Marilla.
1: 421. Hi, it's Julio Labongi.
4: And Tony Perkins from News 4 Today. And the best part of our morning is you.
0: We love hearing why more of you wake up with News 4 Today. This is the team that helps me rise and shine. The energy that you guys, it comes through the TV. The banter, the humor. Um, I don't want anything else but Town of Fool. are my Thank family. You so
8: and you're a part of our family, too.
0: Join us for news for today on NBC4 weekday morning starting at 4 a.m.
8: We're working for you. Men, if you're ready to put a stop to your ED and get a Valentine's gift that you and your partner will be satisfied with, then call Bull Oak today, Tuesday, January 30th. Bull Oak uses the most advanced form of acoustic wave therapy. This technology is backed by over 60 clinical studies, including research from Cambridge University. Our treatments treat the root cause of ED by repairing blood vessels and increasing blood flow, all without the need for pills or the worry of side effects. If you're ready to make this Valentine's Day one to remember, then this is your chance. Call us now and you'll qualify for an assessment, exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. This is over $800 in value. And today only for those who call in the next two minutes, new patients will receive their first treatment completely free. Call 703-337-1919. That's 703-337-1919. Guys, get ready for Valentine's Day and put an end to ED. Call Bull Oak now to qualify. This offer ends today, Tuesday, 703-337-1919.
0: Something amazing is happening. This agency is experiencing a cyber attack, but no one is panicking. That's because CDW government secured, optimized, and future-proofed their data with the Dell Technologies Power Store solution. It increases cyber resiliency and improves end-to-end performance. For a secure, scalable solution that doesn't require more physical space, Dell Technologies and CDW government make amazing happen. Find out more at cdwg.com slash federal.
1: This is WTOP News. 423. We are learning a woman who was the victim of a hit and run in the West Springfield area last month has now died from her injuries. Fairfax County police say 63-year-old Futsu Wong was crossing Huntsman Boulevard in the crosswalk when she was hit back on December 27th, right before 8 o'clock in the evening. Detectives continue to search for the driver and the vehicle involved. They're asking anyone with information to come forward.
2: Well, it's been nearly a year, and one year anniversary, that is, of a deadly shooting at the Potomac Avenue Metro Station. A Metro employee was killed, two passengers injured in February of last year. But a woman on the train was able to wrestle the gun away from the shooter and actually save lives. Today, Shantae Trumpet was honored by the Prince George's County Council. Here is Council Chair Jolene Ivey.
6: Now, therefore, be it proclaimed by the Prince George's. County Council that Shante Trumpet is a hero for her quick thinking and act of bravery which saved the life of other passengers aboard the train. Man charged in the
2: shooting is set to go on trial next year. He is charged with more than 50 counts including first degree murder.
1: When should the school community be told about serious incidents on campus? That's a question being raised by some Montgomery County parents who say one middle school waited too long to tell them about a serious fight. Our story from WTOP's Mike Murillo.
4: Last Wednesday, a fight that happened as students were dismissed from Lakelands Park Middle School resulted in a student being taken to the hospital. Her condition is not known. It wouldn't be until Friday that parents in the school community were notified about what took place. They were also told the school talked to kids about it in a town hall. Parent Holly Flores believes the school not only waited too long to tell parents, but also should have involved parents in the town hall.
6: You don't know what they're saying to them. You don't know how, if they're telling them to be hush-hush, if they're telling them don't say this, don't tell your parents that.
4: Chris Cram with Montgomery County Public Schools says while they aim to notify parents the same day of serious incidents, in some cases the investigation into what happened delays that. He also says Gaithersburg police was called to take a report in the case. Mike Murillo, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55.
2: George Wallace, Commander's fans, hanging by a thread trying to figure out what is going to happen with the coach.
4: Yeah, and they thought they had Ben Johnson locked up. A lot of people did after the Lions lost. The team was going to meet with him today in Detroit, but he has informed the Seahawks and Commanders he's staying in Detroit. And he told Washington as the contingent was on its way to uh, Detroit to to interview him in person. They're also going to interview defensive coordinator Aaron Glenn in Detroit as well. But Ben Johnson not going to be a head coach at all. He's going to stay in Detroit, 37 years old. He should be a good candidate next year as well. Uh, But uh, he's staying with the Lions. Not going to be a head coach in this cycle. So now we'll see where its direction Washington goes. They're going to talk to Aaron Glenn today. They talked to Dan Quinn this morning. Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald yesterday, who's also going to speak with Seattle. So stay tuned. We're not done yet. Steelers hiring former Falcons coach Arthur Smith.